You are listening to the Balkan Bread Podcast. This is a podcast created to connect diaspora worldwide by sharing each other's stories. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Balkan Bread podcast. My name's Amina, and thank you guys so much for being here. So for today's episode, we have two very special guests. I'm super excited to introduce them to you guys and to share a little bit more about their story because it's truly incredible, um, really special how this organization started out. So I have my friends Alma and Tamara on the podcast, and they work with Jericho Foundation, which is a 501c3 charity, and their mission is to restore hope in Bosnia and Herzegovina one child at a time. So all of their programs are designed to promote unity between various ethnic, religious, or socioeconomic groups. So they're going to tell you guys a little bit more about what exactly that means, as well as give you some more information on how you guys can get involved, because they have a very special event coming up in October. So without further ado, I'm going to hand it over to them and you guys can just go one by one introducing yourselves, um, how you got involved with Jericho and just kind of what you do on a day-to-day basis. Sounds great. Well, first and foremost, thank you so much, Amina, for having us. We're really excited to be here to talk to you. Um, hi, everyone. My name is uh, Tamara Juric. I'm originally from Sarajevo, but I moved uh, to the States when I was seven with my family. And I've actually been in Atlanta ever since. So I really consider this city kind of what I call home away from home. I did study here at Georgia State University and I got my degree in marketing and uh, kind of coming out of school, I stumbled into the tech industry and almost 10 years later, I'm still in tech. Um, So I currently work at a global software company doing product marketing. And then um, we'll tell you a little bit more probably as we dive in how, how both Alma and I got started with Jericho, but this is year two for us um, supporting the Jericho Foundation here in Atlanta. Hi everyone, my name is Alma Alagic and I am so excited to be on the podcast with you as well, and Nina. Um, I love your mission and what you're doing and completely support you. I am originally from Bihać. I moved to the U.S. with my family at the age of nine. I grew up in Grand Rapids, Michigan, and now I do reside in Atlanta, Georgia, where I also work for a large hotel company. I'm in corporate finance, um, and I specialize in treasury. Awesome. Thank you guys for those introductions. So moving on to just kind of Jericho itself and the organization, I was kind of reading through the website, I think, probably before the first time that we talked over the phone, just kind of when we were brainstorming the podcast and everything. And I think it's really interesting because a lot of times you'll see, you know, people from the diaspora starting different nonprofits. Like we've had um, my friend Sanala was on the podcast before she started helping hearts, but this one is really interesting to me because the woman who started it, she 
is not actually from Bosnia. However, you know, there's this entire story behind it. So I don't know if one of you guys wants to kind of share that just like short form. There's an entire thing on the website, but just for everyone who's listening right now. This is a very incredible story. Jericho's founder, her name is Joanna, and her sister-in-law, like many Americans at the time, in the early 90s, watched the news coverage of the war in Bosnia and Herzegovina. And with an art aching heart for the horrible atrocities against women and children, they often asked themselves, why isn't someone doing something to help? And that's where Joanna's sister-in-law decided to travel to Bosnia to aid those who had been forgotten. So she traveled to Bosnia and served the country with a gracious heart. In 93, everything changed. Colette was inside of a building that was hit by a rocket propelled by a grenade and became the first American aid worker killed. So Joanna, seeking closure, she traveled to Croatia in 1995 with a team to counsel women that had been victims to ethnic cleansing. She, during her visit, connected with a mother and her nine-year-old daughter, Melissa. And while Melissa was translating over a strong cup of Bosnian coffee, a really deep bond began to form between these three women. So as Joanna was leaving, she was really touched by Melissa's parting request. Melissa said, please don't forget me. And how can you forget that, right? And so this was the beginning of an incredible journey that 25, 25 years later takes us to the success that this organization has had on countless students across Bosnia. Living in Grand Rapids, Michigan, being close to where the Jericho Foundation headquarters is, which is Southwest Michigan. As an undergraduate at university, I met Joanna back in 2009. I have no idea how I stumbled <laughs> into Joanna or the organization, probably a good few Google searches at the time. But um, Joanna and I just had a really great initial conversation about the foundation. And I did have to take a, a pause for about seven years until I completed my undergraduate degree and my master's. So briefly relocating back to Southwest Michigan, I did attend the Night of Hope in 2017, which is their, the Jericho Foundation's main fundraising event in Southwest Michigan. When I had a chance to attend and, and hear about Jericho after a long time again, I was very proud of how far the foundation has, has come. And that's where I was once again interested in opportunities and how we can get involved remotely at the beginning of 2019. And, and at that time, I had moved back to Atlanta and I re-engaged and, and Tamara and I sparked this idea again to, to partner with Joanna and the entire Jericho team to lead the Atlanta chapter, which is what we're here doing today. I always love to tell this story because coming into January 2019, as Alma had mentioned, um, I thought her timing and reaching out to me was quite perfect because 
really I had been contemplating and, and having some realization that I was really looking for kind of more purpose and fulfillment in my life. And that primarily had to do with, you know, volunteering my time and giving back to my community. Um, and so while I was doing this, a lot of this volunteer work here locally in Atlanta, um, I kind of still wanted to partner closer with a single nonprofit that I kind of, that their, that their mission rather resonated with me and that I would feel that much more compelled to want to continuously give my time back. And so after connecting with Alma and then speaking with Joanna, the founder, and then of course doing some more research on the side about Jericho and its mission, I really kind of felt this instant connection. And the one thing that I always recall is I kind of posed this question to myself, like, gosh, would I have been maybe one of these students who couldn't you know, afford to go to college if maybe my family and I had not relocated or had the opportunity to move to America, you know, kind of in the midst of the war. So that question, you know, when I posed that question to myself, it really was enough for me to want to get involved. Um, so it was just a very exciting opportunity. I felt Alma and I could be great partners on this. Um, and then I was even more excited really to kind of introduce the Jericho Foundation to the larger Atlanta community because there was such a large Bosnian population here. Um, and I thought, you know, I knew people would care just like we did. Right, exactly. And that's the thing too, I was reading, um, I forget which book it was, but there's a Facebook group with a bunch of different Bosnian businesses. And a lot of people in the group are actually authors and they've written about their experiences um, just moving from Bosnia, moving to, you know, the Netherlands, and then moving to the United States. And one of the things that she mentioned, I read this yesterday, is, you know, um, I wouldn't have had the same kind of opportunity. You can't control, you know, where you're born or kind of what happens to you really in that phase of your life. So I think just recognizing the fact that, you know, you have that kind of advantage and that privilege is really important. And it's something that I think is really um good for diaspora to recognize because you are in a really unique situation so it's like why not just use it to you know the full potential in that kind of way so you guys were essentially then the first people to start the atlanta chapter because it, i guess it didn't exist until you guys kind of had this idea going forward exactly and to add to that when i went to the night of hope in 2017 it had been an entire year until this idea came about where I said, wait, I'm back in Atlanta and this is a complete untapped market. Like Tamara just said, we have a great community of Bosnians and former Yugoslavians that live here that are very successful, that have a great network back home as well. And there's no reason why they should not, um, you know, have, have the have the benefit of hearing about this great foundation here as well. And so that's what we've been able to do. We've been very successful in, in uh, making sure that the community here is starting to become aware of what this offers to the students back home. And I think it's great that you guys reached out to me because I didn't really know about it. So I think it's getting the word out there for other people in our community because, and I say this all the time, but it's like, so many of us are trying to do all of these different projects and things, which I think is amazing, but there's no like 
solidifying way to really connect us all the time. So I try to kind of be that person to put these stories out there for people and things like that. So, so if someone wanted to, I guess, get involved, like what are some of the projects that you guys do? What exactly does that look like? I guess at the core of Jericho's scholarship program, it you know, what you mentioned earlier, Amina, it really is seeking to empower what we call the marginalized youth in Bosnia and Herzegovina. And really the way that they're doing this is through education and more precisely really an opportunity to attend college. So um, that's kind of the core of it. But what really attracted me also to, to the Jericho Foundation is their kind of holistic approach. So really accounting for all of the tools a student may need to be successful. Um, you know, apart from just the, the tuition. So things like opportunities for tutoring, English lessons, um, sometimes if there's a need, um, also covering room and board costs. And, you know, one of the things that stuck out to me, obviously in 2020, we we're all dealing with the COVID pandemic. And so Jericho had launched this emergency fundraiser, which was able, uh, you know, at the, the results of it, were able to assist students as well as their families um, with three months of extra funds so that they could really use it however they needed to um, really to help aid them in, in some sort of relief um, during these trying times really for all of us. Um, there's also kind of, you know, the monthly scholarships um, afford uh, really one individual's living and food expenses, but in many cases, these funds support more than just the student. It really sometimes is income or only income for an entire family. So that right there, you know, kind of shows the level of support Jericho provides for these students. And it really is beyond just the monetary. Um, they also do this really cool um, annual fall leadership summit, which actually happens in Bosnia every year. And it's really an opportunity for these students to engage directly with the Jericho team an effort to develop new skill sets like relationship building or resume writing, sometimes even mock job interviewing, so things like that. And then even beyond that, um, kind of, you know, having some efforts around developing emotional intelligence and really kind of a true understanding for the workplace. And then one of the other things that I think is probably the most um, fascinating and rewarding opportunity for some of these students is um, an opportunity to participate in an internship here in America. Um, maybe Alma, you can speak a little bit more to that. Yeah, definitely. So this is extremely exciting and probably the most rewarding as it relates to experience and taking this professional experience that students would gain in the US back to Bosnia. So the Jericho Foundation, they offer a six-week U.S. learning and professional program for qualified students in their field of study. And the program provides students an opportunity to gain the necessary experience to become a competitive applicant in the, the Bosnia workforce. And in addition to learning the specialized skills of their particular field, they can also gain transferable skills such as communication and teamwork and problem solving that maybe necessarily they wouldn't obtain just through university or through their studies. So it's really preparing the students to enter the workforce in Bosnia once they graduate. And the most exciting part about this is that every student 
that's come to the U.S. over the last 20 years since this foundation has been, uh, since inception, has graduated with a higher, with 100% hiring rate. So every single student that's gone through the program six weeks and gone back to Bosnia has been hired in their field of study for a full-time job, yeah. which is just incredible. Yeah. That is incredible because as we're sitting here just talking about it, I'm thinking, I was just about to ask you that because, you know, the unemployment situation is really awful, especially for this next generation. And so it was like, okay, you know, coming to the U.S., doing the internship, and then going back home, you know, is that really going to make a difference? And it does, which Mm -hmm. I think is awesome. Um, And so do you guys work primarily with students like in a certain area of Bosnia or is it really just anyone who I guess applies to like be a part of it um, can take part or what does that process kind of look like? So to to add to my earlier comment on the 100% hiring rate, it's primarily achieved by the students walk away with a letter of recommendation. It's a strong letter of recommendation from this employer that they take back that's, that's highly valued back in Bosnia. To answer your question, Amina, the the foundation is not um, specific to any certain area of Bosnia. They are open to applicants from all over the country. And they do also have partnerships, um, or for lack of better word, partnerships with universities across Bosnia. So they Mm -hmm. primarily do recruiting through um, those universities and those partnerships, of course. Okay, awesome. No, that that makes sense. So there's definitely a way for people to get connected. It doesn't matter necessarily where they are. That's that's really good. Absolutely. And just one additional thing to note there is it's a question that I had um, is, you know, how do the students learn about Jericho? And again, it's through universities um, or, or through the knowledge of the universities and the partnerships with Jericho that a lot of these students are even aware that such a scholarship program exists. Very cool. One fun fact, Amina, one student did set the record for fastest employment. It was two weeks after graduation, and it was in veterinary medicine. Not a popular degree. It was a six-year degree. (laughs) But we we do have a (laughs) record-setting employment upon uh, graduation. That's really awesome. But that's the thing, too. I always tell people, even if it's something that's so specific like that, if that's what you want to do, do it. Because not a lot of people are going to want to do it. or You know? So mm-hmm. might as well use that to your advantage. I think that's Definitely. Awesome. Absolutely. Cool. Have you guys, um, I'm kind of going off the questions, but just popping in my head. Sure. Have you guys, um, I guess, gone back home and, like, partaken in any kind of events back there that they have with students or had any, like, I know there have been events in Atlanta. Um, any like particular stories or things that have kind of stood out to you? Um, just, I don't know, talking to the students or anyone else who might be involved in the organization? Given that this is, at least from my perspective, year two of engagement with the Jericho Foundation, I have not had the opportunity to participate in, you know, like they have the Fall Leadership Summit or other programs that they host throughout the year in Bosnia. But it's definitely something that I would love to take an opportunity to do. Um, and obviously, you know, growing me and Alma, growing our partnership with the Jericho Foundation will certainly provide those opportunities for us. 
Absolutely. I uh, echo the same message. Awesome. Very cool. And we'll talk a little bit more about the event that you guys have coming up, which obviously now um, everything's getting kind of switched around or going online. So it's kind of what's going to happen with this one. But um, going back to this other question that we have here, have there been any significant challenges as you've been you know, participating with this organization? And how did you guys overcome them, whether it was just a matter of understanding certain things or any specific like hurdles or just anything that kind of came up? Sure, that's a great question, Amina. And I'll start uh, answering your question with just going back to 2009. When I had my initial meetup with the founder, Joanna, let's just remind our listeners or introduce this fact that there were only roughly eight to 10 students on scholarship. And to think uh, nearly a decade later in 2018, we jumped to 46 students on scholarship and 23 alumni with 100% post-graduation uh, employment. So what this means is that donors saw students graduating and gaining employment in Bosnia. And things really started to take off very fastly. And if our listeners go to the website and look at the financials and, and how things really sped up, and there were a few years we had really high jumps, that was, that was a, a halo effect of how well the students were doing. Jericho's mission is attainable and you know the, the supporters appreciate seeing the success of their donation. So what that means is you're not realizing that you're just changing that life, but you're changing the lives of their families too. And this is very touching. There's a human element to all of that. And, and, I'll, you know, and, and I'll let Tamara speak to some of the greater COVID-related challenges. Yeah, absolutely. I love that you mentioned the human element because I'm all about that um, online. That's certainly what drove me to participate and kind of partner with the Jericho Foundation in itself beyond all the you know, tangible things that they do for these students. Um, but a couple of challenges that I recall, obviously, you know, starting fresh in 2019, Alma and I had a lot of challenges and, and more precisely, possibly more doubts and uncertainties, right? Like whenever you're doing something for the first time, you really don't know what to expect. Um, but I think the one thing that kept us kind of grounded and um, fueled the fire that we had was that we knew the kind of impact Jericho was making, right? Um, we had heard firsthand some of the testimonials from the students and had opportunities to actually speak with two really amazing students that attended our live event last year. Um, Amina is actually the young lady that attended and Muhammad. And so in talking to them and understanding kind of their everyday lives, everyday struggles, and what the Jericho Foundation has done to transform their lives, we knew that all we had to do was get those messages and those testimonials in front of others so they could also resonate with that. Um, so that was kind of what, what was the driving force, I think, behind all of it and what kept us going. And then really coming out of that first event, we had a lot of successes. I think Alma mentioned this earlier. We exceeded the expected number of attendees. We surpassed our fundraising goal. 
And then perhaps most importantly, we had engaged and inspired participants that were really excited to see what was next. They were, you know, providing supportive feedback. They also wanted to get involved and, and wanted to know how they could do that with us. So that in itself has kept us going strong into year two. Now, obviously 2020 challenges with the COVID pandemic um, have been plentiful probably for all of us in different ways, but for, for Alma and I in planning year two, um, you know, we kind of had to pivot to this virtual format, which, uh, which is exciting as well, but different, right? Um, one of the big things that we wanted to do going into this year was expand our audience reach, right? Beyond family and friends, kind of alleviating that pressure um, but, you know, the opportunity like that, the one that we have here today with you and Amina um, and Balkan Bread and being on this podcast already feels like a huge success um, in helping us achieve that goal. So, again, thank you. And we're really excited to see how potentially we can get your listeners involved and connected with us as well as the Jericho Foundation as well. Yeah, absolutely. And of course, I'll have everything linked um, in the show notes for the podcast episode and things like that. Um, just one more thing real quick. I just saw it in our notes. Um, going back to like challenges and everything. One of the things that we had was like understanding the education system in Bosnia. Um, so I guess, how different is it from here? Or were there like specific things that you're like, there's no way we're gonna get past this or just anything in particular? And it's okay if there isn't, I'm just curious. So, so the beauty of this program, Amina, is that the foundation headquartered out of Southwest Michigan has a very strong network of partners and mentors and individuals that are very familiar with the education system in Bosnia that they leverage for all, whether it's legal, whether it's understanding, whether, you know, whatever is needed to make sure that the best understanding we have from this lens across the pond to make the best decisions that are both uh, in favor of the students and in the donors and all, all involved. So while our Tamara and I are very heavily involved in, in the, the promoting and raising awareness and, and the strategy around uh, really the Southeast region. Uh, we, we certainly leave it up to the founder and the board to uh, be very heavily involved in, in the differences of the education system to make it work and to make up and make sure that the students are set up for success upon graduation. Yeah, and the only other thing I'll mention is that um, the Jericho Foundation does lean heavily on their, um, you know, team members or employees out in Bosnia as well. Right. So they do have a couple of people um, that are based in Bosnia that have obviously, you know, the closer connections and possibly um, are a bit more educated on the systems there as well that they can consult with um, because they serve as uh, either board members or team members. Right. No, that makes a lot of sense for sure. It's good to know that there's, you know, some kind of structure behind it and kind of past that um, roadblock already. So I think all of this is amazing. And, you know, just giving other people the opportunity to do something like this um, is really amazing. And I think, you know, later down the line, once you start to meet these individuals like in person, or even if it's through a call like this, and really just hear about how that's impacted their lives is like the best 
thing ever. Um, at least that's how I feel whenever, you know, someone orders something from Balkan bread and then there's and a completely like other story behind it that I didn't even know about. Um, and then they tell me and it's like, holy crap, I didn't realize, you know, it had <laughs> that much of an impact on that person. And I think that's what makes it really special. And that's what makes volunteering and just giving back your time um, really special and important for other people too. So, and just to add to that, Amina, the, the really wonderful thing about this is exactly like you said, through getting involved, through sponsoring a student, through at the very beginning seeing that you are putting your hard-earned dollars into something, the beauty of social media and how we're all so very well connected through the internet allows someone to actually follow that student all the way through post-graduation. And I'll just take the example of uh, what Tamara said earlier, one of the student speakers from our in-person event last year, Muhammad, he touched a lot of hearts. He made really great networking, you know, um, opportunities for himself while he was here. And we've now followed him to see that he graduated. He's a, a math professor in Zenitsa at a university and he's thriving. And that's exactly mm -hmm. what all of our donors and our listeners and our sponsors can expect to see from every single student. So that's the beauty of this world that we live in now. I love that. I think it's cool, especially like you were mentioning, the social media and it's you can keep up with people. And uh, a lot of times it's, I don't even realize people are keeping up with Balkan Brad, like this wedding that I just went to. Um, people were coming up to me and, you know, saying, oh, like literally everyone in this state, like knows who you are. And I'm like, what, what do you mean? <laughs> you know, like, are you, are you sure? Are you sure about that? Like, no, <laughs> we, we came up with, you know, the social media and the posts and the stories and we watch them. And it's like, even if someone doesn't necessarily interact with it all the time, like they're keeping up with you. So I think it's awesome. That's another element that you guys can kind of take from this whole journey with Jericho and with helping these individuals. Um, so I guess we can move on to talking a little bit more about just in general, how anyone listening out there can get involved and then also providing some information on the upcoming. Event. So I think there's a couple of ways that they can certainly get involved. Um, I think Alma will talk about those, but I do want to call out our event. And more specifically, I want to say because we have moved or kind of have been forced to move to a virtual format this year, we see this as an opportunity really to expand just beyond our Atlanta audience. Um, Alma and I certainly focus on Atlanta and we wanna see that growth happen across the Southeast, but we welcome really anyone. Like we're, you know, this is something that can inspire all of us. Um, so no matter where you are, whether it's Atlanta or Michigan or California or Chicago, um, I think it's really, you know, important for us to say, like, we welcome all of uh, the country to join us really ultimately at this event and listen into kind of what Jericho is all about, um, how we're actually helping hear from some of our students. Um, so don't feel like you have to be in Atlanta to attend this event. Um, but just to throw it out there, it is on Sunday, October 18th at 5 p.m., um, I mean, I think you're going to put the link to where folks can RSVP. Um, but yeah, please, we look forward to seeing you there.
Great. And then in terms of other ways to get involved, one way is we have a circle for hope. And essentially what that is, is if we think about what is the average cost to fund one student for an entire year, it's on average about $4,800. Okay. So anyone out there, gather five, 10, 15 of your closest friends, make a pack for the next year and or even your coworkers and just split the donation evenly if you'd like to. What this $4,800 can go towards is tuition and books, mentorship, room and board, transportation for the students. We sometimes underestimate how important that is even, even in Bosnia, right? Leadership training, a U.S. visit, the internship we talked about earlier, holistic health care, and absolutely some, some tutoring. So that's, that's a great way to get involved and rally up some of your friends. If a listener is working for a business that's looking for nonprofits to sponsorship, please visit the website and there is information on how to become a corporate sponsor. We are looking for corporate sponsors even for our event in October. There's another neat program that was maybe always overlooked, but now in this COVID environment where everyone is on Amazon going crazy with the purchases, Amazon has a smile program and Jericho is a registered nonprofit. So next time you're out on Amazon and you're shopping, Go to uh, Amazon Smile. It's actually on Jericho's website as well. There's a link out there, and Amazon will donate half a percent of your total eligible purchase to the Jericho Foundation. So that's a quick, easy way to get involved. We also, Tamara and I, um, are welcoming anyone who would like to team up with us and join forces on becoming an Atlanta ambassador. And so, I mean, uh, I, I hope that on the podcast, you'll share our Instagram handles and way to contact us. Absolutely. Yeah. I'll have everything on there. Um, so that way, anyone that's interested, um, email, DM, um, awesome. what else? Yeah. So all those <laughs> things will be there. Um, that way they can get involved and, a lot of times people like message me first about it and I can always relay, you know, those people to you guys, everything like that. Um, but yeah, I mean, this was really awesome and it was really cool to hear about this project and just how you guys are empowering the youth in our motherland. Um, it's just, it's really cool. It's a really cool thing to see and just to know that, you know, you're changing someone's life in one way, shape or form is, a really incredible thing especially when you just go through the day-to-day -day kind of motions and so like um we were talking about earlier having this sense of purpose and just something that i think is really important especially like i don't know later on in your life you kind of start to realize oh this is lacking like i have everything mm -hmm. else but what do i really care about you know what do i really yep. want to do that's exactly it, it. yeah yeah yep. and, and that's exactly where we We've done well in our career. We've done well with in our personal lives, right? And then comes a time where you start thinking about in other ways and what are you really passionate about? And 
Tamara and I both feel that we are very passionate about making a difference, philanthropy, and we've chosen to take action. So we want to make an impact. And with us taking the lead on the Southeast chapter of this foundation, helping raise awareness amongst the donor and sponsorship base, that's frankly been untapped until this point. So we believe that really in full confidence that our scholars in Bosnia will receive the resources necessary to make education a reality. And that's a really, really profound statement right there, a reality. Because sometimes it's really not a reality for a lot of students who are in very remote areas of the country. And sometimes the thing that holds them back from education is transportation. Yep. That's very true. It's true. And it, you don't really think about it. I mean, a lot of times, it's not something I would think about off the top of my head, especially, you know, people who grow up in bigger cities and they have the benefit, but if you're not in a bigger city like Sarajevo or Mostar, you know, what do you do kind of thing? So right. that's, that's very valid. Um, and that message and more real stories like that can be learned when attending our event in October. So that, that message will continue to, to, to stay and hopefully resonate with a lot of people. Definitely. I think so. I think everyone that's listening should definitely go ahead and RSVP after you finish listening to this episode and definitely tune in. You know, if you can't stay for the whole thing, that's okay. At least tune in and hear what they have to say, because I think, you know, this is this something that's really important. So um, I think those are all of our questions. And um, if there is nothing else that you guys want to add, I just want to thank you for being on the podcast and just opening up about the Jericho story and just how people can get involved. Thank you so much for having us. (laughs) Yeah, no problem. And everyone that's listening, um, like I said, I'll link everything in the show notes and If you guys are interested in being featured on an upcoming episode, just send us an email. It's hello at balkanbread.com. You can put podcast in the subject line and then we can set up a time to record. So thank you guys again for listening and we'll see you on the next episode.